Coming to you from the City of Roses, this is the broadcast by Lash Professionals and for Lash Professionals. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Today, we are going to talk about pre-maids, but not like you think. Normally, well, we've done this in the past, and we actually did a clubhouse on this, where we talked about all the good, bad, the ugly about pre-maids and got all a bunch of people upset, and a lot of people excited, by the way. Actually, I think more people excited than upset. But today, we're not going to talk about that. Today, we are going to talk about, well... Gosh, right now we're really excited about pre-maids, but guys, it's hard to find pre-maids. There is a shortage of pre-maids in our industry right now. I am going to explain to you what is going on and why there is a shortage. Before that, though, let me tell you a few announcements. As always, guys, we are doing our Apple Podcast promotion where if you write a review on the Apple Podcast, screenshot and email me at paul at lashcastpodcast.com, you'll be entered in a drawing for a $200 Amazon gift card. That's a lot, guys. So, you know what? I mean, it's not like we're getting thousands of entries every month. So, man, if you get in, maybe it's a, like a 1 in 10, 1 in 15. I'm hoping 1 in 100 chance. But that said, just write the review and send it to me, and you can have a very good chance of winning a $200 Amazon gift card. Next, we have our last cast, Insider Club. That's the coolest club on the planet, guys. Why? Well, that's my humble opinion. Why is it so cool? Because you will find out everything you want about what we're doing before anyone else, and you'll get discount codes. So you'll get webinar discount codes, LashCon, our coaching program. Anything we're doing, guys, this is where you want to be. You want to be on that list. So go sign up today. It's in the show notes or link in the bio in Instagram. We also, guys, are looking for people uh, to tell their story. And I know you have a story. There's something about you that makes you special. And that special you, we want to see and meet and hear about. And you need to, well, we want you to submit your story to us. What did you do during 2020? How did you survive it? How did you build your business? What it is that you do that makes your business special for your clients? Whatever it is, guys, we would love to hear your story. So email me at paul at lashcastpodcast.com. And I will pick out, not everyone, because I can't get all of you on. But I would like to pick the best stories that we think you guys need to hear. And so just give your best pitch, guys. It's not difficult. All right. I know it's a little scary, but don't be scared. Just do it. The worst can be happens. I'll say maybe not now. Thanks for, you know, submission. It's very kind, whatever. But I'm not going to insult you. I'm not going to say, well, that's the stupidest story I've ever gotten. At least I'll try not. No, I won't do that to you. We'll be kind. We'll be loving and kind, even if we don't end up working it out. Okay. Also, guys, we have our last allergy course coming out April 5th. At least that's a scheduled date. We hope it all works out. And then we're going to have two dates in late April or early early May, I think it is, where you will get to do a live Q&R with us, question and response. So you basically watch the, the course. It's two hours and about 40 minutes. And then after you watch it, spread it out, digest it, then come to one of these two sessions and we'll sit down with you and answer every question. We will not close up the Q&R until we've answered every question. LashCon ticket sales are coming in May, so stand by for that. And lastly, also, Tustin's Lash Retention and Styling course on May 22nd, 23rd in Indianapolis, Indiana, is going to be going on sale, I believe, next week. We have five tickets. That's it. That's all we got. So if you want to be getting on that, please we'll join the club, guys. Join our club. You'll know before anyone else. We will send you the first chance to buy those tickets. And we'll also give you a little, a little, little love, a little discount. All right, so let's talk about pre-maids because what's going on? Because pre-maids have been exploding, right? They've been the fastest growing part of our industry. Well, maybe some people say mega volume and that. But I, pre-maids, from all I've been hearing, at least the brands who sell them, are like they're just getting more and more popular. People are finally letting go of all the hate 
And I think some of that has to do is there's a lot of new people in the industry, right? And new people are just less stuck in their ways. They're going to be more like, oh, I'll try that, especially if it makes my life easier. Why wouldn't I, right? But then Mike and Shauna, good friends of ours, by the way, from Live Bay, came out a month or so ago and did a podcast saying, you better just start learning how to do volume because pre-mades, they're going to be gone for a while. In fact, they're going to be gone for a long time. At the time, Mike and Shauna had word from their manufacturer that North Korea was going to be shut down for the rest of the year. In fact, even the news confirmed that. I went around looking at news articles, and North Korea pretty much had committed to being closed for all of 2021. They were like, we're done. And then I found out, well, they're not 100% closed, but like 85 to 95% closed. I mean, lashes weren't high up on the list of things that they were dealing with. And why is that important? Well, because North Korea is part of the pipeline. Turns out that your pre-made fans, in one way or another, are being affected or made in North Korea, most likely. Now, I don't know. The truth is, I don't remember if the materials are coming from North Korea, or actually the people I talked to but weren't really clear about. The materials are either made in North Korea, or the fans themselves are made in North Korea. I'm not sure which one it is. Whichever, though, at some point or another, your lashes have a good chance if you do pre-mades or buy pre-mades. They were at least part of it was made in North Korea. So when they shut down their border, because they're afraid of the virus, right? Rightfully so. And knowing probably what we know about North Korea, they probably don't have like this huge infrastructure to deal with a mass outbreak. They just figured it'd be just better to cut off their country from their only trading partner, which is China. And China, well, guess what? Has a lot of companies that make lashes, right? So a lot of our products go through China. And then with North Korea, part of the mix, it really made it difficult when they shut down and said no more trades and all that. So that all said, it put a huge kink into the pre-made pipeline, which means all some brands all over the world who distribute pre-mades didn't have access to pre-mades. Or at least they were told there's going to be shortages or there's going to be delays. I have no companies that say it's going to be six months before they get their pre-mades in. There's others that said they have no idea. I think Mike and Sean at the time were saying they had no idea when the pre-mades were going to be arriving again. No clue. And so it's kind of frustrating, right? And then we have seen this. We buy pre-mades, and one of the companies we buy from has been short and it's been slow getting them. They keep saying they're coming soon. They're not. <laughs> they're not coming any soon. They have some, but not a lot. And so this is something that's been a common problem. or well, not common, but it's something that is throughout the industry. And I've heard this from many people. And I just want to give a big shout out to two people who I talked a lot about this. Jamie over at Lash Base gave me a lot of information. And Carson over at Lost Artistry Lash. So if you guys aren't following them, which I'm sure at least you're following Jamie, because Jamie is like the most cool guy in the world that I wish I was. Well, not really. I'm, I'm quite happy who I am. But Jamie is someone I really look up to. And I think he's awesome, and you guys should be following him. Also, Carson over at Lost Artistry Lash, you should be following them. In fact, something I didn't know, Carson shared that they are the largest distributor, I believe he said, in the world of pre-made fans, or at least in North America. I know that for sure, and maybe the world. So pretty impressive, Lost Artistry. Someone you should definitely be checking out, because I know a lot of you might be not know that. You might be like, what, Lost Artistry? Yeah, they really are an amazing brand, and they have made a huge shockwaves in our industry over the last few years, and they're definitely someone to watch and follow. They have give away a lot of content, much like LiveBay. They're just very generous. So yeah, that's where I got some of this information from. So I want to give a shout out to people who support me and help me to figure all this out. So I can share with you guys. So that's it. So now we know what is going on and why it's happening. Now, let me explain a few things about how production works. Because I think this will be interesting for you guys to know. Basically, there are three main Chinese companies that make pre-mades. 
That was news to me. I didn't know that. That was interesting. And I thought it was at least, I thought, hey, I'll share it with you. Now, there might be others, maybe smaller ones, but three main companies, that is what they do. Now, I know some brands or some people be listening go, wait, wait, no, no, no. There's a lot more than that. I get hit up every day from like 8,000 companies saying that, you know, hey, I'll sell you pre-mates. Yes, there are. There are a lot of other companies that give or sell pre-mates, and they're what they call traders. Well, who are traders? Well, traders basically buy the overstock um, from these three large manufacturers. And then they go and smell, smell, sell smaller batches to U.S. companies. So what happens is the big companies, boom, 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 make all this product. Hey, guys, we got a lot of extra lashes laying around. Let's get these other guys, these smaller guys come in and say, hey, I'll buy up all your overstock and da, 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 da. And so these traders go out and they buy it. And then they go to American companies and say, hey, I got all these lashes. You want to buy them? And then American companies buy them and distribute them in the United States or in the world, wherever you are, Australia. We, I know we have Australian and we have uh, British and Canadian and all that. So that's how that works there. Now, the problem is right now is these three major Chinese companies, they had to become more discerning on who they gave their product to. They mainly had to, wanted to only sell to companies that they knew were their biggest traders, their, their best clients. Like, for instance, Lost Artistry is one of those companies. They buy a ton of product. I think Carson told me they had 300,000 trays of pre-made fans in their place about a month ago. That's an amazing amount of product, guys. That's a lot. Not cheap. Well, that's a lot of money tied up in inventory. So they have all this pre-made fans in their inventory, and they're ready to supply because they're, if not the biggest, they are the biggest supplier with China. So the Chinese company is like, we're going to make sure we keep you well-stocked as you take care of us, we'll take care of you, right? But some of these smaller brands I know of probably didn't know, maybe, or they did know, they're buying from traders. And these traders... They've been kind of cut out right now. There's not enough inventory to give them product. So the traders have come back to these companies in the United States, Canada, and around the world saying, hey, guys, sorry, it's going to be six months or a year. We don't know when. And that's really, I think, what happened with Mike and Shauna and what they were explaining is that their person, their company told them they don't know when they're going to have products again because of what's happened in North Korea. So that help, hopefully explains a little bit behind the scenes of what's been going on and why there's been shortages in some places and some companies have not. Now, I've talked to a bunch of companies. I have connections in Japan, Korea, and China. And I talked to some of these companies and they said, is this true? Are you guys saying that you're not going to have product? And it was a whole mixed bag. Yes. Some were like, yep, we got nothing. It's going to be a while till we have product again. And we're just waiting, waiting for North Korea to open up. But then there were some other companies. One of them specifically said, oh, no, it's not a big issue because we actually decided to make our pre-mades are made in Vietnam. So there you go. They don't have to deal with North Korea. Vietnam is their home. So they said, we will not have any shortages. Now, another company said, well, we are a shortage, but the Chinese company we work with has guaranteed or assured us that they are now changing the pipeline and they're going to start doing everything in China and not have at all deal with Korea because it's just too unreliable with North Korea. So there you go. You have all these different responses why, and all these different things going on, which is encouraging because it does mean that, you know what? If you look around, you will find brands that have lashes, like Lost Artistry I know does. I know Hai Tang, another company that we bought from. We're not fans anymore because their lashes are one of the old school ones that they're around doing this before anyone, but their lashes tend to go straight after a while. Not something we our clients like, oh, yeah, give me those lashes that start curly and go straight. I like the change of look over three weeks. No, not really really cool. But Haitang, I know they were saying they're not having issues. And some of these other companies are the same. So that's what's going on. Now, I did see this just 
Oh, actually, it was yesterday. Jamie from Last Base Connect or reached out to me and let me know that North Korea announced that they're going to be opening, I believe, in about a month. So it's been a change of heart, probably because, you know, everything has calmed down immensely as far as not everywhere in the world. Some places the virus is still t- flowing, like in Europe, but in China it has not. And then North Korea, it sounds like North Korea also has done fine. Is not, well, they, they, I think they've said technically they haven't had one person with COVID in North Korea. It's amazing what you can do when you have <laughs> a very strong dictator that cares about your people. Um, you have no, no virus. It just never came. It just totally skipped around the country. But that said, they are willing to open up again and open that pipeline. So I think between North Korea opening up in the next month, China changing the pipeline and now doing a lot of it themselves or looking elsewhere, probably looking in Vietnam and other locations. And by the way, the the other big news, which I think if you're following us or if you're online and you know, two companies are now manufacturing lashes in the States. Uh, well, I know one is for sure. Bella Lash is already doing it. They've been on a show and they shared it and they've you know mm-hmm. talked about it. And I know they are producing classic lashes right now here in the United States and are going to be moving into pre-mades and volume and everything. Eventually, everything will be made here in the States. And Live Bay is just behind them. I don't think they are yet producing anything stateside. Um, we're actually going out to interview them in April. So you'll get to see the episode where we'll just break it down and listen to them. And here is what is happening in the world of pre-mades and with from them as well as all the lashes and everything they're doing. So we'll get an update then. But until then, you know, I, I've last I heard, I believe they're still in the final process before they're going to start making their own. And by the way, I don't think that's the end, guys. I think because of this, this is going to be something that you're going to see a lot more brands going, uh, wait, what? We're buying from China and two brands here in the United States are making them stateside. Okay. Time to start looking around and find a way to make our own lashes too. So if one person can do it or two brands can do it, guess what? Even more can do it, which is actually great news, right? Because that means now jobs are coming home to States. Now we're not doing it the same way that they do it in Asia. There it's all manual labor. Jamie once did a video that was really good where he showed he was in, in um, China and he actually, or maybe it was Korea. He made them himself. He took and showed how they take it. They rolled on this little bar and then they wrap it with a rubber band or whatever. And then they heat it, which permit makes a curl. And then afterwards he would cut them and all this stuff. It was really cool. I, I don't remember when it was. So I'd say go back and look at this page, but you may have to go back a year or two to find that video. And it was really cool. It was nice to see. Wow. That's how it's done. Holy mackerel. That sucks. Do not give me that job. I could not just sit there for eight hours a day and roll and make and cut last strips. Not no fun. I, who, who knew that was like all manual. Well, in the United States, this is not going to be manual. It's There are going to be machines included. I don't know if it's robotics, like automated, but there is a machine or machines being used to make these lashes, which will make it much quicker and easier to, and everything that, you know, basically Bella shared with us, it's really able to tailor make lashes specifically to what you want. And ready to made lashes eventually. That's their goal. That's where they're heading. Pretty amazing. And it's good news for us because that means stateside, everything is going to be made at home, which means the pipeline won't broken up by crazy stuff happening with, you know, North Korea or China or any of these countries, right? It's like, we'll just take care of it ourselves. And I think that we're going to see more and more of that coming in the near future. And we should uh, be celebrating those brands that do. And then the ones that don't, I think, you know, are going to be, thinking outside the box and who knows what more will come. Usually this is actually extremely beneficial to the end user. When you see the competition kind of ramp up, it means we win. 
often when there's no competition or competition is less and less, like you have in like cell phones or you have in like media, we have less and less sources and everyone's buying everyone out, which is the normal trend when you have, you know, businesses, there's an expansion and then there's kind of like a flat line where everything kind of, everyone just kind of lives and exists. And eventually then the industry will start to consume itself. And that will come in last world too. At some point there will be last brands buying other last brands, consolidating and grabbing market share. But for now that not happening quite yet. So anyhow, this competition means we win right now, right? Actually, a good example, if you look at all the streaming services, right? At first, streaming was amazing. It was like totally destroying the cable industry. It's like, wow, all I need is Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon, and I'm good to go. And I, that cost me like 30, 40 bucks a month instead of paying 100 some bucks for cable, and I can watch almost everything. Well, now guess what's happened, right? <laughs> it's like everyone is now going to have their own streaming service, and they're all, it's like diluting and now you have to buy like 18 streaming services if you want to watch everything so as things mature and change it gets kind of get crazy and what will probably again happen eventually is everything will get gobbled up and combined so anyways, this is a little side observation but that's what this usually competition is good and in this case right now i think it's gonna be great we're gonna see american and canadian and european companies really ramping up their game and doing more to serve you to give you more value which probably means prices probably could go down that's great because as we get more efficient and things cost, you know, go down or they get more competitive, want to sell more. Uh, you know, just a sign up, guys. If you're paying $30 a tray, I promise you, you can do better. It's <laughs> a side little tip of the day. You don't need to spend $30 a tray. I know you may convince yourself, say, oh my gosh, I know because I'm paying $30, I have the best lashes. You know what? Just trust me. Go out and buy a $15 tray, $20 tray. Just try another company at a lower price and see if you can find one that is similar in value. I promise you, a $30 tray is not necessarily more valuable than a $15 or $20 tray. Truth is, most of these companies position themselves based on their marketing. They're just saying, hey, I'm going to market myself in this real high-end, glitzy way. And then you get the lashes and you find out they're the same lashes that the other company that's like you know $5 cheaper. Get the lashes that are cheaper. I've said this, and I know that this probably upsets some people, but lashes are a commodity. What does that mean when I say lashes are a commodity? It means that they're like toothpicks, guys. You know, there's a little bit of change between one and the other. One's a little glossier, one's a little more matte, one's a little firmer, one's a little softer. But they're so close. They're so common. They're so easy to make. It's not like a high-end ritzy, you know, like a, I'd say purses, right? Purses are one of those areas that you've got commodities where they're cheap and they're low-end or simple and everyone's going to go with the cheapest brand possible. But then you have the real value brands where people buy it just for status, right? They, they buy uh, Hermes, Hermes bag for status. They don't, it's not worth $10,000 by no means. It cost them $9,000 to make that bag. But it does raise their status. Lashes don't do it. Lashes, well, actually, let me say, lashes raise your status when you have them. You look great and look beautiful. People think you're amazing. But the clients, when they come in, they don't care. They're not going to go, oh, do you have Bella lashes? Do you have Borboletta? Do you have Untamed? They don't care. 
They just want to say, make me look amazing. They're hiring you for your skill, not for the brand that you're loyal to. So stop being brand loyal. So all our brands out there, we love you guys dearly, and we appreciate all your support. I'm not bashing anyone. I think everyone's out there hustling and marketing, and you should go with the brand that you most identify with, and you should go with the brand that gives you the best service, and you should go with the brand that you feel most proud to buy from, your values, whatever it is. That's all fine. Don't be paying, though, the most for the last trays just because they're expensive and think they're better. That's all I'm trying to say here. So anyhow, guys, that's pretty much it. Got sidetracked with that little sidebar. I really want to just talk about how, let you know that pre-mades, yes, there is a shortage, but the shortage will be ending soon and that it's not, there won't be a point where there's no pre-mades at all. There are pl- companies that are getting pre-mades. Like I said before, there are companies that are going to be making their own pre-mades soon. And so you don't have to panic. I know Mike and Shauna, they put that out there just as a warning, let people know, just be aware. And I think it's a good thing they did because some people were probably clueless, had no idea there was a shortage coming. And now it's here. I remember actually Jamie, I think last December or, Jan- or November was like, guys, there's going to be a shortage coming soon. So Jamie gave, I think it was the first person I heard giving a heads up on that. And then it's now if you're buying, you know, you just know that there's been issues with certain brands and they will continue to be that for a while. But I believe sometime probably by summer or so things should calm down and we'll get back to normal and you guys can go out there and try to pre-mates and we'll do an episode, another episode just about pre-mates soon. We did record it on the clubhouse, but the recording I don't think worked very well. So I want to redo it again and sit down and get a bunch of people on here and talking about pre-mates because I think you guys, if you're fighting it, you're fighting the future. That's all I'm going to say. You're fighting the future. It's just what it is. And yes, you can create beautiful, very layered, very fluffy, very special, unique sets using pre-mades. If you can't, you feel like you can't, well, that, I think you're just limiting yourself. Like you've just decided I can't do it, but there's others who are. So anyway, we'll get into that in another episode. Okay, guys, that wraps up this show. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. I want to ask you to please follow us on Instagram at Lashcast Podcast and at The Last Conference. And remember to subscribe, share, and review. On behalf of my Lash Lackey, Tusney, I want to thank you for taking some time to listen. Keep on lashing. And remember, you have a friend in the lash industry. <laughs>